I'm Dan Clark, and this is I Am Teacher. And just like that, I am back from a long hiatus of podcasting, taking me like three weeks to make this intro even, so I'm just going to say I'm back, and I hope you are ready to hear from some more teachers, hopefully from around the world, as I continue to slowly gather up my interviews. I don't think I'm going to say this podcast will be released weekly or even bi-weekly, We'll just say that new episodes occur occasionally. If you enjoy the podcast, do me a favor, spread the word, tell somebody about it. Also, just leave me a rating and a review. That's all I ask. Today my interview is with Annette Engeldinger. She is the principal of St. Peter High School in St. Peter, Minnesota. We talk all sorts of stuff, so let's get into it. I'm not going to record an outro, so enjoy. street you can only you can only like it has to be reciprocal or there has to be some sort of interaction between the two that commitment of the so all of our teachers we hope are are committed to our student success but yeah the kids have to like have have to have to meet you at like we'll drag them along if we must but it it just all comes together so beautifully if they meet in the middle, right? And with an equal commitment and and the whole analogy of like you can you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. It's, right. Sometimes I feel like I'm just like uh, pulling stubborn horses to a river, yeah. and then they just sit there. But then, and then think I'm like about drowning them in the water. When, like I was not. You're so ref, you're an incredibly reflective teacher and father and I like were you at all reflective no. in high school no way Absolutely I was not, not at I all I didn't even I don't think I even valued my own opinion over what I should be into or no. what, like I would allow myself to be involved with or talk about it was always influenced by what your buddies were yeah doing. my friends what they <laughs> wanted to talk about or what they wanted to do I was just all just ready to please and wanted to be liked. Yeah, and yeah. And for a while, you're my parents. And then <laughs> that sort of goes away right. at a certain point in high school. But but, yeah, I, but there are some that kids that will that will hit that point. I'm so and impressed by them. It's really cool when you see a kid that is just doing, you know, what they want to do and cultivating their own interests mm-hmm. and don't care if. You know, somebody else says otherwise. Oh, don't you love those kids, though? Honestly, like you were just saying, the kids who actually know themselves so mm-hmm. well that there are more of them these days, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm so impressed by so many of them. Yeah. And they... I was a, like, oh, I'll, I'll play softball because my friends are. And mm-hmm. then, no, mm-hmm. I'm, I'd am i like to please don't put me in. <laughs> like, please don't let the ball right. come to me. Please <laughs> 
when I should have been, I don't know, I maybe, should have I been mean, in the play. Maybe it's always been the same. Maybe it's changed. I hope it, I think it has changed just mm-hmm. because of things like the internet and being able to find people that you share interests with yeah. and like hearing people that are proud of those interests yeah. and like they have their yeah. own podcast and you listen to it and you're like, oh my God, there's people like me out there that right. are into this stuff yeah. and it's pretty popular, yeah. you know? And this is a great size school because they're like, we offer everything and it doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem like kids feel pressured to be in everything. Right. Once they... My own daughter is a great example, and she'll probably kill me if she ever listens to this, but I forever, both her dad and myself, were were in sports. Like, that was kind mm-hmm. of our thing. I was a fine arts kid, too, but um, like he's a coach, all this stuff. And, and so we were always, incur- you know, inc- like, let's, let's try this. Let's give this, sh- let's give this a shot. She was kind of good at tennis. Like, and then she tried out for... Actually, she didn't try out for it because I told her, I suggested she try out for the musical her ninth grade year. So because I suggested it, she didn't try out for it. Of course. <laughs> but then Hermanson, it like, needed an extra or something. And so, you know, convinced her to do it. The, and well, then she completely fell in, like, completely fell in love with it and said, I'm not doing, I will not do tennis anymore because this is what it feels like. To love your activity. Yeah. I love it. And, you know, we could have tried to argue that one, like, why you have to, like, nope, that's a really good point. Okay. Yeah, I can remember hating, hating sports practice. Just like yeah. fo- football season came around, I, would, I was on the team, <laughs> but just begrudgingly would be like, oh, no. Yeah. Here we go for three hours. <laughs> when she was. Sweating in a helmet. When she uh, was going to be in seventh grade. And signed up for tennis and, you know, had had her, had the first real practice. And then practice was done. And she said something like, well, what time is it tomorrow? Like, this is every, you mean it's every day? Because she was used to like piano lessons once a week or like, oh, every day. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but it takes somebody other than your parents to do it. For sure. Because I, yeah. I when Jen Maldonado was in here, she was talking about how the theater teacher caught her at a time. Yep. Because she was crying in the theater and like, hey, you should, you should, you like, you have a home here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then I was thinking like, wow, I wish I had someone like that. And then I realized like, oh, wait, my mom was always saying, you should try out for the play. You should be, be great. You right. should do that. I'm like, right. whatever, go away, Whatever, mom. mom, you know nothing about yeah, me. so I feel kind of <laughs> bad about that now. But, and I'm realizing that And you would have been, like, take... you just were in the, you were in the fall musical. Yeah. And awesome. You obviously, so obviously should have been doing that. Yeah. Would have not regretted going, like, not begrudgingly went to those practices. That would have been, like, totally yeah. in my roundhouse. Yeah, you'd have been skipping off to, yeah. yeah. But nope, yep. that's not what happened. And I, I hope it gets easier for kids to not get caught in that trap of just, you know, doing what everyone else is doing and not, you know, getting involved or cultivating their own interests and being like, being right. unapologetic about right. who they are. I hope we're better at 
I think encouraging that these days. And I've, I hope so. And I've really, like, I've been thinking about kids that I want to approach before they graduate to tell them, you know, you'd be a good teacher. Yeah. You know? Oh, my gosh, for sure. Because those are the things that will probably mm-hmm. have an impact. So we're really trying, like, that's our, we're offering that MSU concurrent course, the intro to ed class mm-hmm. here next year. And really actively trying to recruit kids who either A, we just think would be a great teacher, um, or to grow our own diversity on our own staff, also recruiting some of our amazing EL students, um, because we've got we've to focus on that more in our hiring practices. But you need people to apply. Yeah, and so, there's less <laughs> there's people hope. applying because yeah. there's yeah. less teachers. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's so we've got all scary. these other academies, and, and there's such a focus right now on CTE or, um, you know, our health science academy and engineering academy. So we're growing, mm-hmm. we're growing our own nurses. We should right. really be... Growing our own teachers. Right. That would make right. sense. It would make sense. So and hopefully... We've got a That's we've cool. got a we've got great kids signed up. Malden speaking of Maldonado, she's on board to teach yeah, it. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. And like do you know the numbers of, of how bad it is out there for like the teacher crisis? You know, we have we haven't felt it so much here. I don't know. I don't really know numbers. Okay. Off the top of my head. Um obviously at St. Peter High School like this place has attracted d- has people. attracted mm-hmm. really great people. I mean, look at the you've interviewed a lot of our really pretty new teachers, Pagachnik, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you talked to Reeser yet, but I think really this the place itself has attracted some really good people. Yeah, I don't. But I, I know I've into heard teaching? Just, just some mm-hmm. whispers of other districts that mm-hmm. they're still trying to just fill like there's empty positions. Yeah. You know? Yep. Or filling, yeah, having to fill empty positions with unlicensed teachers or teachers teaching outside of their content area. We we have to do a little bit of that, actually. So, yeah, I'm just like, it would be Mm -hmm. good to have those programs in place to make it attractive to be a teacher. Because there's, I mean, there's obviously other reasons why somebody might look at a bunch of career opportunities and say like, oh... So if I go into this one, I'll be in debt for a long time and, like, yeah. struggle a lot. Yeah. Or if I go to this one, I'll be completely fine and make a nice living and can buy a house. Like, right. You know, like, I know. Edu- being a teacher is the debt one that's, like, not right. super. It, but if you know, so so say we're growing our own with this at least interest in mm-hmm. kids in this class. Like, really, right down the road, MSU has a great teacher ed program. Right. Kids can graduate with lesser debt and, than... I mean, think about... And I w- so I went to Minnesota State University, Mankato, and they, I saw on a billboard by in North Mankato, they have the lowest tuition rate in, I think, the entire state, at least, if not one of the lowest yeah, in, like, the yeah, country for yeah. a public school. Yeah, I think that's... Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's a pretty good deal. So it I don't, like, I would deal. hate to think what other like what are some of the other amounts of debt teachers have going to like a private school or you know at a school in like out of state right rates right like it's it's crazy to yeah. think about you know 
that student debt thing is such a it's so in the new in the media right now um and it should be because it's right. crushing to some um but there's also uh and you've talked about it on your podcast um but at some point like a little bit is sort of part of the ex- the whole experience too right not a, i mean not the crushing debt not the but you know like knowing there's a you've got a financial I don't know, stake bit, in the game. And right. I, but I, I think, don't know. I, I mean, I think, I mean, like, what are they going to do? Are they going to stop giving out loans? And then, like, right. there goes all right. the, in, like, there goes your entire enrollment right. in all the colleges. I mean, it's it's important to obviously have a somewhat of a financial burden to, like, be able to, uh, you know, what pay off yourself with your hard work and like right. see like I did that right yeah but like yeah and it had value right and mm-hmm. I mean I, I don't I don't th- I mean I don't think that's bad but like at some point it's just like there's no light at the end of the tunnel yeah. so just like yeah. being able to create a light at the end of the tunnel would be ideal yeah you know yeah maybe based on maybe it's based on the field you go into or maybe the the interest rate is or a nothing, race, depending you know? on your field. Right, like I mean, at some point, erasing a teacher's college debt or a certain there's right, but so we have one candidate who's talking. Yeah, but even I, I don't, I, what's that? Have you followed that? I mean, all the candidates running for president um, have some have sort platform, of plan yeah. for that. Yeah, um, I know Elizabeth Warren has talked about canceling it right out or outright. Yeah. I'm sure Bernie would probably be on that same page. Uh-huh. I know a lot of them have come together to pass, like, a, an interest rate reduction, which I think is probably the most that, realistic. Yeah, like, yeah. that's the one you yep, can probably get the most sense. people on board mm-hmm. to say, hey, let's not give these kids an 8% interest rate. I mean, car buyers, they pay a like, 3% interest rate. Or, like, think about medical debt. You don't pay any interest on yeah. medical debt. Right. Like you could probably eliminate, I would say, the interest rate. Mm-hmm. You might you might lose a little, but that makes you know that that's the. A, I think that's a light I at the too. end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Like if I had an amount that was capped and like it's not going to grow anymore, and I can chip away at that, right? Like more than five dollars at a time, right? <laughs> Whatever that's, it is, yeah, because yeah. you're paying off that yeah. interest. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's um, it's a tricky situation, but I'm glad to see that we're. I don't, I've, I've haven't heard of other schools doing that before or having Mm-mm. like an intro Mm-mm. to education high school class. I, I think, um, I think a couple in the area did last year and we, we, um, we offered it, but we weren't actively recruiting number mm-hmm. one. And so also, you know, when you float a name like Maldonado out there to kids, they're going to take it. I mean, your class is a perfect example the uh, media productions like kids had no like oh yeah that's in the book but we don't know who's gonna and you mention it like oh clark is doing that suddenly you've got 25 kids in media productions that's exciting that's a we've got this amazing (laughs) studio and it can't just sit here so right that'll be fun i mean these these are like student i bought these yeah yeah this is from a student's um like collection, they just like I have some extra speaker foam at home. Should I bring that in? I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but we'll see what happens for right, that. I right, right. I just love all of the 
high school possibilities for things like media production or a teacher class or like I see the culinary arts program at our school and yeah. it grows and yeah. I just I like I have talked with Pagotchnik now about like how can I incorporate that in my history class right and we're gonna do like a a a, a, a unit or like a, a project where we're gonna take a look at t- TV dinners from like the 50s right you know, and like how they became oh, yeah. popular mm-hmm. and um, we're gonna and the context gonna, behind why, like right. why was that gonna, the time for the rise eat of the them and, TV dinner? And check it out, and yeah. then we're gonna take that same meal and make it from scratch yeah. and see what the difference is, and you know, like what do you enjoy more, and like that's really project-based cool. stuff. And then we've got Topol to brainstorm all those things with. That yeah, I think I love I a, a high school program that's more exploratory in nature for kids to maybe at least figure out what they're interested in, not even necessarily as a career, but to find out I'm kind of into, I'm into cooking. I'm into, I don't know. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm like having my own podcast. Ex- I, exactly. Like that's That brings so much joy to people's lives if they can even figure out a hobby that's, and worthy if like if I were to if I were to be a ninth grader in this high school and go and and hopefully have as much choice as possible mm-hmm. I don't think I would have ended up as a teacher you know I probably yeah. I probably would have gravitated towards some media production mm-hmm. or probably or even cooking like yeah. I have found recently how much I love the culinary arts yeah just for, just by watching like documentaries and talking she should have to a class for us. Right? Right? <laughs> but it's, I mean, I don't know. It's really, really cool that we have those options. And I wish, I, it's still not probably ideal because kids don't get to necessarily choose as much as I think would be as, like, would be beneficial for them. They have so many, they've got the grad requirements, you know, four years of this, right. four years of that, four, which is, which is important. Do you think they but should change then, that though at all? Um, like, do you think they could get a, get away with having less of a certain core area that they've identified in the past? I think maybe some of the core areas could become a little bit more. I don't think the right word is exploratory in nature, but a little less traditional right. in how the classes run. Mm-hmm. Like you were just talking about a blend of, of you know, like bringing in a unit of culinary arts to your history class when you're talking right. about the 50s and right. even an even unit like unit based um or like topic based almost like in a college like a college yeah, yeah. a lot of times in college like a history class won't be right. a survey course right. it'll be like i've taken classes on like just the vietnam war a semester right. of that or a semester of what else did i take um like there was one about war and peace. Yeah, I got a credit for um, baseball in literature, awesome. and great class. It was a J term, you know. And focus you still, on and you still learn yeah, all the yes, same stuff yes, you would learn in yeah. an English class. Or that's one department that's been over time so traditional. And I was a member of it, and you know, I was the ninth grade English teacher, or the and and that is that's that department. I think I can see. Probably pretty quickly over the next few years, going more topic based. Right. Ba- and, and as we understand the standards better and realize, oh, it doesn't have to be just. 
American literature. Right. Baseball and literature for some kids, and yeah, because I'm. It's I think I fun ca- to think about it. I counted all of my class. I, I don't know what I was doing. I think I talked about it on here. I counted like all my benchmarks for my class, and I and then I matched it up with the calendar of my class. Yeah, and it was like a benchmark, which includes like six different things, would have to be covered in a day and a half. Yeah. Yeah, if you, you know, covered all of it, and right? that, mm, I know. And it's just it's crazy. Like what? Who? Ha- like it would have to be a state legislature change, right? Is that how that would work? Do you know? I suppose, but you know that's why we're that's that's why we're going through the whole like powering of the standards because you can't do it. I think right, but like if you were to if you were to slim slim down those classes and make them more topic based. Oh right, wouldn't You'd, you have to have a state? law that says like okay we're gonna have to re-examine this whole like grad grad requirements you know like you have to have four years of this four years of that Mm -hmm. like that would have to come from a legislative standpoint well not necessarily so if we if if as a social studies department you decided to or if the english department as long as as long as it's approved by the by the board as a as an english credit because it's covering the standards, that would that's acceptable. Oh, you really? could do that at the at the building or at the district level. But when's yeah. the, when, when's the last time they ever changed on the state level, like uh, requirements? The, the requirements? I don't. Mm. I feel like that's probably been in place for like since the fifties or something, <laughs> or the sixties. Right. With the addition, you know, like every once in a while, though, I don't know when the last time it changed. It was it, and St. Peter's significantly higher. Um, like the amount of the, the requirements mm-hmm, to graduate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's we're it's an interesting community because well, it's college town, and so many of our like most supportive citizens have have gone through such a traditional and, and traditional system and seen great success, and so it's hard to picture anything different for. For your kids, right? So that so we've got that. We've got right. Like, um, you know, my own my own kid is a perfect example. She sees herself, and she is college bound, mm-hmm. and so so these are the courses I must take. Right, because colleges um, aren't gonna. They haven't changed for right, sure. Right, their requirements. Right. Um, however, you know, as a as a humanities kid like if you know that you're not going to be a, a doctor or a scientist or but like the idea of well I've got to I've got to take like AP this and right. MSU this instead you of to. you don't have to yeah. I, I don't I don't think that's but I but kids think they do right. you know that you know that you know the group that and then then you're pretty limited with your electives and right so i mean i guess you just have to tell kids don't like you don't have to yeah we're getting better at that here you know with all of the i know there's grumblings about about the plps and naviance but it's really an attempt to help kids do better with four-year planning so they're right like they don't have to necessarily overstretch themselves and stress themselves out yeah as a high school senior right or the junior year doesn't have to be as brutal as everybody. Right. As all their f- older friends tell them it was. 
Yeah, and I, every uh-huh. time, <laughs> and as a as a person who's gone through high school and you know gone through college, whenever they present themselves in their stressed out nature, I just try to tell them like it's fine. It's fine. You'll be fine. Yes. Yes. Relax, but I can. And at every moment, like oh, now the ACT results came in, and I told my student, I had to tell (gasps) my students, like when they when those results came out, I said, you know, like this test doesn't mean you are less of a person. It doesn't determine anything about your life. It's just a test. Still one test on one day, and you can take it again. Yeah, and you don't have to. You don't have to follow that traditional path mm-hmm. of getting a high ACT score into a great college right away. Right. Like, that's not necessarily the path for everybody. And it shouldn't be. Right. Because those kids might be incurring way more debt than someone Ex- who would yeah. go to a local school and, you know, acquired credits there and then just transfer them over, which is way like less stressful probably fine, to right, do and right. just fine. No one's gonna look at that later in life and say, Wow, it says here right. you transferred from a community uh-huh. college. Like I don't you, think they're gonna say that. No. No. Did you And that get ACT yeah. score. I mean I've watched I've watched other kids or you know, at least in outstate in outstate Minnesota there's far less pressure, I think, on kids. I mean they're not watching their next door neighbor ACT tutor and you know take it 20 times for a perhaps inflated score to get accepted someplace it's going to be really hard you know like your your score actually should fit your choice of higher ed right and so that you can succeed there but, i don't know but it's hard for a high school student i think to look beyond um what that like immediate time after yeah. senior year and realize that like you can do things differently you don't have, like because they see everybody else doing that they're just like well i have to do that because mm-hmm. everyone else is doing that but and I, i'm guilty of it as a parent you know like i've got fairly traditional expectations right. of of what i picture my own daughter doing and Right. And, and it's hard not to. Like, you, oh, my gosh, just wait. Like, you will be pulling back so many times. But like, I, f- I feel like uh, I've t- – I don't know. I'm <laughs> going to I'm gonna make an effort to yes. really try to keep those options as open as possible. Yep. And yep. even if it's – like, I talked to Tag and Weiss and Henry Olson in here, and they had – they're on their – they were on that gap, gap year. Mm-hmm. And I've looked at the research on that. Fantastic. Yep. It does a lot of good. Those kids usually go back to school. And they do great. Some people would find out like, oh, hey, I don't need to go to school. Like, I got my own thing going here, yeah. and I can do that. And that's okay, too. And Do you remember Scott Crady? No. Oh, Actually, I feel like I've heard that y- name Yeah, before. yeah. You he would sounds rec- like an American Idol winner. You, <laughs> you would recognize him. Um, I think he's going to come and talk because he just sort of saw a different path to, like, really fostering his creativity. Um, I know he's graduating from college, but in Michigan somewhere. But he's he's like a world class photographer, like adventure outdoors photographer, like who's already published and he's got a he did a TED talk someplace. What? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and the, like those. And, that's not necessarily something a 
traditional high school student thinks of, I don't right, think. Right. They're like, well, I have to go do medical school or I have to go and, you know, follow these paths that have already been blazed for yep. me. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, st- I, you know, everybody, there's a lot of pressure on high school kids. Yeah. Like, it's not easy. for Then we forget. You know, even, like, right down to relationships. Like, oh, you can kind of poo-poo high school relationships and breakups and drama and all that stuff. But, like, when you remember back, those are so intense. Yeah. All of it. You're feeling those, like, emotions for the very first time. Yes, yes. Bright. And right. Burn. They're more intense than they are now. Oh, my like, God. It's a bigger deal. Poor kids. I re- yeah, and I really, <laughs> I really try to tell them, you know, like you, you know, do, they always complain about. Oh, I need a boyfriend. Or I need a girlfriend. I say, no, you oh, don't. No, you, you don't. don't. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. You'll, no. You just need to know yourself. Yep. And well, it's easy for you to say that. Like, no, just listen. But to I me. really want a boyfriend. <laughs> and you know, I it's it's hard to get through to help them realize that you know it's not the end of the world right. if you don't have these classes or have a boyfriend or go to prom or get a tux, you know, like, yeah, buy a speaking suit. of it's Good prom. Lord. Yeah. Oh, or if it snows prom. on your prom, it's okay. Oh. You'll be fine. Yes. It's a day. It'd be okay. You know, <laughs> it's just hard for people to, I mean, not people, just high school students because they're so present, I guess. And yeah. They just yeah. Don't have the foresight to look into, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just a whole experience thing. Once you go through the ringer, you realize, and you can't realize unless you go through the ringer. Right. You know? Did you like high school? Did you have a... I had a good time. Yeah, I was, yeah. I mean, I didn't, uh, I don't think I was unapologetically myself, but I, like... Right. I talked to everybody, and I had a... Yeah. I I liked it. I liked it just fine, yeah. And I can't I, remember I being... It. I can't remember being stressed out as much as some of these kids are. I wasn't either. But it was not nearly as difficult then. I mean, I was a full-on 80s, 80s high school and college. So, yeah, there was far less stress and pressure on a small-town right. high school kid then. Than what, and that increased pressure just comes from what? Why is there so much increased pressure now? Just the, I don't know. I don't know. The, is it... Is it just Our like parents next were level certainly of, not as in, as like crazy involved as we tend to be, or not not we as in you and I, but is it? Yeah, maybe I I, it probably has kids were kids do with and advanced, I don't know. it sounds like I'm ninety. <laughs> oh, kids were kids, and we were allowed to be kids. <laughs> but it's like the idea that start like in the fifties. There was the idea of keeping up with the Joneses. So you saw your neighbor had you know a brand new yeah. washer dryer yeah. from Kenmore, and yeah. then like you got that, and maybe that has gone down the path of well, your son or daughter goes here to this sure. school, sure. or they do this, or or maybe kids are doing their own version of keeping up with the Joneses. Right, right. And yeah. at which generation was it that it like that we knew that the kids were not going to like out earn that was like their parents like this, <laughs> i think it's this generation is the first generation that will are expected to make less than their yeah. than the previous generation or yeah. their parents generation yeah so that's uplifting that is uplifting <laughs> you mean is that 
you or is that me <laughs> or is that these kids? I I mm. thought it was I don't know. Yep. I have to look into that one. Yeah. Your but, dad was an was a teacher too, right? Yep. How about your mom? She was a speech therapist okay. or pathologist. Okay. Just she worked in a school with kids with yep. speech yep. impediments and I got all the all the dirt on how a school ran back in the day. Yeah. That's what I mean, as I talk with my wife now, who works in the school, a lot of our conversation yeah, yep. is about school, and we work in the same one. I'm, I don't know if it works the same way with your with your husband who yeah. works in a different school. Yeah, it, still it, talk the, the about talk school. ends up being either as a system or as as a classroom teacher. There was probably more of that, you know. Like that's been that's an interesting one. Like I've kind of gone to the dark side with the. Yeah. So what I want let's talk about that because. I'm sure, I mean, there's like this team mentality when it comes to teachers and administrators. And I heard it growing up from my dad all the time about that teacher versus administrator dichotomy. Bizarre. Once you find yourself, I shouldn't say this, like stumbled into (laughs) the other side. I totally blame Paul Peterson for the entire fiasco. Um, so what is, I mean, what, because I'm guessing all of that team dichotomy is just boils down to mostly misunderstandings about, like most, like most, uh, what, dichotomies, is that the right word? Um, like most team versus team things. It's just right. like, this team doesn't understand this team and this team doesn't understand that team. And right. What they're day-to-day experiences like yeah right right or and or or it's miscommunication or yeah i don't know that they're but did you feel that like once you did change to that to an administrative role like even like when you were even so mine went kind of slowly because i shouldn't say slowly but um so i stayed home for a few years when i had katie Mm-hmm. And and I had resigned. Like, um, like, yep. Uh, well, if I have to resign in order to stay home another year, I'll do that. Thinking I might not ever go back. And then it's like I'm like I was just really like it's like the mob. Yeah. Like you can't you ever get you. And and it's great. <laughs> it really is. Like I can't imagine doing anything else. Um, so I came back as a part. There was a part time English teacher opening. And and I had always been a high school teacher, and, you know, I had the yearbook and the newspaper, which was great, which I want to talk to you about that with your media productions class, right. like the lab-type class. It was so fun. Um, so came back part-time and taught seventh-grade English. That'll wake you back up. Oh, my gosh. I had zero <laughs> skills for that. You know, like I thought I was all content. And like yeah. I had to learn the Put you in I middle had, school classroom. And oh my gosh! You, real because, quick. you actually become like a really great teacher. Of, yeah. Like, um, so I ended up loving loving that too. Um, but and then there was like a part time dean opening, so you know one foot in the classroom and one foot in the office. That's and your- then. Then I got my principal's license, and there was an assistant principal opening. And even then, you're still, like, a little bit more of a foot and, but did, in the... Did that help, you think, to have the foot in the classroom, too? 
as you were as a, as like instead of just making a break and yeah. well it was also you know like who's kidding who it was kind of tricky because I taught here so some in some ways I think that's much easier because maybe if people respected you as a teacher and colleague um they would actually remember that yeah you did put your time in in the classroom right. and at one time, like you understood what so I would, yeah. What would be the benefit? Do you think? So I know you talk. I've talked to you about this before, but having, like, having your foot in the classroom as an administrator. Oh right, you know, yeah. It, have I? I've talked to you about that. Yeah, you, you, you briefly I mentioned I love that. the idea. I love the idea of teaching one class of having every, everyone, and. and um, Paul Peterson and I have talked about it for a long time, and then you, then there's no time. Right. But if everybody in the district, say, who has a teaching license, teaches at least one class, like so that in our building alone, that would be myself, Oddland, the dean of students. Um, who else isn't? Bachman. Bachman. Sometimes it would, you know, like Michelle Dozy has her teaching license. Social studies, yeah. Um. You know, they're, they're, when you start thinking about it, there are a lot. Right. It would probably, it would probably, like, there, were, there, are, there would probably be some sort of time issues because, like, yeah. if, then you you're know, always just, like, because you're pulling, you know, a million different directions. Mm-hmm. And maybe it would be, it would look more like a, like a, I would, like a, like, not sub, maybe a substitute or like, um, or like a co teacher that, like, popped in every once in a while. Yeah. Like, once a, quarter they would come in and like you design you could come up with a co-taught lesson right right that's a good idea that's a great idea you know when I've thought about it I've thought about it as a so as an English teacher I could either you could decide well I like these numbers are crazy high in the ninth grade you could pick up a section of ninth right. ninth grade English to lower class sizes or sometimes you needed like an elective opportunity in a department that would just help ease other things in the schedule. Do there's, that. There's no teach a yeah. contemporary lit t- baseball in society. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, on the other on the other flip side of that, should the te- should a teacher have to endure some sort of administrative duties that would show oh, them how that that's works? a great that's a great because idea. what I mean I don't I don't think I know or realize like what the day of an administrator right, looks like. Right. Or most teachers probably don't. They probably have some sort of general idea of it just meetings all the time. Um, but they probably it's probably not a great, accurate depiction of what you probably have to deal with on a daily basis. Um, the daily basis is so is is crazy different all the time depending on you I mean it's like some emergency might arise and suddenly the next four days are completely wrapped up in in something that there's no way you could foresee. Right. Obviously, when you're working with 700 high school kids, stuff happens. It's going to happen. That, that you have to suddenly drop everything and work on that. Um, and that, what, but then that, but that also means that like whatever else is going on, like that might, that's on the back burner, you know, and that's, that has to happen. The other and, stuff still has to keep going. And right. so then you're, doing that at night or right and I don't think yeah I don't think that is known well enough by 
everybody. Maybe not. Don't you think? But at the same time, like, people don't have to... So it's a it's a different like systems level of thinking that like your classroom and your department is a system and mm-hmm. and it just gets it's a, just a different bird's eye view that it allows you guys to actually teach. Right. Right? So instead of focusing on hopefully hopefully <laughs> at least we can do that to allow our teachers to focus on the most important part of this entire deal, which is teaching yeah, and learning. Yeah, for sure. But, right? But I just think it would be better for just the relationship between, like, the like administrative team versus yeah, teacher team. Yeah, Like, because when I, when I grew up in my household, my dad would always say things about certain administrators. You right, know, like right. Why maybe they don't have the correct perspective on things. Right. Um, in his own, you know, kind words. Um, <laughs> sure. But, like, at some point, there's there's probably some misconception along yeah. the lines. Yeah, that One side doesn't see about the other. Or maybe an administrator says or sees something about a, a certain teacher or a certain classroom, and they don't maybe have, like, the actual reality. Right. To, I don't know. Right. I'm just trying to like well, figure out a way how God, have the only, peace like, and love and harmony. I, right. right. I can't imagine st- like thinking about stepping back into the classroom now. I think about it all the time, actually. Maybe not all the time, but like to be an English teacher again mm-hmm. would be, I think, oh, it sounds so dreamy. And then I think like that is a crazy hard job. Like that's also so hard. And I've been out of the classroom a long time. Like, I'm in and out of classrooms all the time. But teaching is incredibly difficult. It's probably just, a, it's like a different muscle than it is probably what you do as an yep. administrator. Yep. Yeah. And I, and just having a student teacher for this last semester, like, I'm, the the time for my return is and is coming up. And yeah. Like, part of me is like, get back in am shape. I going like, to, yeah. remember what to do? Yeah. And yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of an overwhelming experience, and I also feel bad because as I'm, you know, doing planning and you know thinking of other curriculum, and my coworkers are like scrambling, swamped around right, me. Right. I just feel like they're looking at me with these you daggers, understand? you know. That's, yeah, already there's a little bit of a like, oh, right. how does, what's he doing? But it could it could be you've got a really good student teacher. Yeah. I mean, you could be in there all the time, like, slaving away, trying to... Fix things or what? Fix things. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. I don't have to do that. So yeah. And this is the first time I've experienced this yeah. feeling, so... Isn't it hard? I remember having student teachers, um, or even if I'm in a classroom, that it's hard not to jump in. Yeah. Isn't, like... When, you, when oh, I was... When we were doing, like, co... Yeah. Stuff I would find myself kind of like, well, let me let me let me explain this in a different yeah. way. <laughs> and I just ha- I just ha- you know looked at myself and said like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. let, you have to let them. Yeah. You have to let them. You know, sink or swim. Not sink or swim. You have to let them find themselves. Figure out their own. Yeah. Without you around, because there's the bystander effect or the observer effect. Yeah. You know? Like if I'm in there with my eyes, that's gonna that's gonna ca- that's gonna have an effect on things. You're not I gonna remember beat that. Yourself. Don't you remember that feeling when you were done with student teaching? Like you're almost done. You just couldn't wait to have your own, have it be your own. Mm-hmm. 
and not constantly under observation and because you do change yeah uh, yeah who's getting new it's hopefully yeah hopefully the change is like constant but yeah yeah who knows sometimes sometimes it doesn't happen you know like think about think about like bands that like for like one song they nailed it like best <laughs> song ever, ever. Yeah. like they were like they hit every note it's a hit song but then like they're drive to be productive or like it's just the magic is gone right and there's no more hits right how does that work you know like some people they just can't stop making like hit after hit right after right hit. You know, like think of the the beatles they just kept growing and changing and evolving and just churning out music and churning out music it started off with like oh baby yeah i want to hold your hand i love you love you like Right. That's pretty shallow like stuff, a, like just kind of right. superficial level. Right, that was some level. One Direction but business then, there. Yeah, and right? then But then you, you fast uh-huh, forward, uh-huh. and they're you know, singing about, you know, um, all you need is love. I mean, that's kind of still superficial, I guess. But, like, imagine yeah, yeah. John Lennon right. or some of the deeper topics that they get into um, or just more complex musical arrangements that they made that were still – Amazing and mind blowing, just right. as good as right. the original. That's a great analogy ones. to classroom teaching too. Yeah, it is. It's a unless you're act really focused on being reflective, wanting to get better and do better all the time. I mean, all the best teachers never know that they really are. Right. Right. Well, they like they're you just, always. You just don't want to buy into it because then you f- you just feel phony. Right, you know? like right. Someone tells well, you I've got, like, if, you've, if you ever feel as a teacher, like, well, I've got this down. Yeah, right. Like, you never feel, I That's never, ever, ever. That's when the magic ever, goes ever, away, probably. Right, probably, you know? probably. When, that, when those bands are like, all right, we are set. We've got this. Let's go again. Let's yeah. get another one in yeah. there. We're so good. Yeah, not happening. Do you ever worry, and that this will not happen to you, it won't. Do you ever worry that as you, like, you're still, like, the younger generation mm-hmm. teacher who... Like you're the, you're a cool young teacher to kids, yeah. Partially because of your age, do you ever worry I, about yes. that as you? Well, just having go a, through your having career. a student teacher has been like a a small sliver of that. Like kids will joke, be like, "Oh, he's gonna he's gonna take your job," and they're joking. I'm like, ah, "You better not be <laughs> right." Am, right. I, am I that like? My, Wait until they, old? I thought you were going to say they'll say things like, oh, Clark wouldn't understand that reference. Right. Or, you know, like. <laughs> they all, yeah, they already say that. I don't get half of the right. references. But, yeah, no, I, that, that that crosses my mind frequently. But my dad. You won't. You won't be that guy. I mean, you you know. Like, for my dad, for example, was was loved by kids, like, up until Forever. the day of retirement. Yeah. And it, it wasn't because, you know, his he was young looking or he wasn't you know he wasn't young it wasn't his content area it wasn't it was, it him, was that you know? ability to connect yeah and he, and he had that ability and kids you know from that first day he stepped in the classroom to that last day he walked out like they still loved him the same so yeah. that's a good like, yeah part of me will always think like well you're going to be outdated sometime and someone's going to swoop in here and right like steal suddenly the they won't connect to me they're gonna be yet. the one and yeah. i'm gonna be left by the wayside no but no kids can always tell if you're at least like oh they <laughs> sadly like it takes so little to for kids to know that you actually care 
and want to connect. Um, yeah, I talk- they must not get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I talked with Sean Keating, and he, we talked about applying a coaching philosophy. Oh yeah, I haven't to, listened to this recent one. Yeah, to the to teaching, and to it that, was about yeah. like you know really taking the time to have like a, a conversation with each one of your students every you know couple weeks or I don't mm-hmm. know how, how long because that's what they do with the players they yeah. sit down like where you at like how you doing like what's what do you need from let's me let's look at this you know? tape let's look at the yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned tape. like body that's language like your body language is kind of yeah kinda bad you're kind of yeah. affecting all of us so I need you to really uh, sit up straight and really put a smile out there right the science is if you, if you smile like your brain will yeah be tricked It'll into follow. having positive thoughts um, so that like, that's a really cool concept. That it is. I think is totally doable, and that's probably what those teachers do that are, you know, admired up until that last day and listened to up until right. that last right. day. But maybe the other option is, you know, if I ever feel too old, I could always try and make that step up to, like, you know, teaching college or, right. you know, molding new teachers or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it does scare me, though, to have, like, the idea of the same class for uh, 30 years. Yeah. You know, like, that was kind of the game for a long time. As a history teacher, and that you was like, could 100% okay. That, the, okay. that was the goal. Like Here's day one vial, day two vial. Right? Like, that, yeah. that was yeah. the goal, I think. I think, as a teacher, like, you get this job, at least, like, post-World War II guys or, like, post-Korean War guys. They maybe – I know a guy, uh, his name was Fred, and he became a teacher. But I don't think he became a teacher because of his love for children right. and educating. It was like, here's this job that I could – if I secure it and have this class, like, it's solid, steady, like, paycheck is pretty constant. Yep. Like, I can raise my family on this. and. Yep. That was the goal. The goal wasn't once to like, you like had gone through your curric- established your curriculum. Like get the concrete you out. You could and put do this the one same. Stone. Right, right. And oh my gosh, how boring. Yeah, that's that kind of scares the, me to get trapped into that yeah. idea. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's always good to mix things up or try. A different Did you approach. always know you were going to be a teacher? Um, no, I wanted to do broadcasting and stuff like that. Well, now you're living both dreams. Right? And right? I, well, actually, I wanted to be a stand-up comedian, like, oh, deep down. Yeah, yeah. But as my mom, I think my mom told me I wasn't going to be able to do that. Like, she's like, yeah, no. <laughs> and that part was like, well, you'll see. And then Show her. Uh, the more logical part talked me into, well, you can still be like a stand-up comedian and a teacher and that's it and the paycheck is steadier than a stand-up comedian like a right. stand-up comedian the the route to being a successful one is long hard and lots of bombing as they say where you just stand up there and no one's laughing like it's just dead and you're just anxiety attack after anxiety <laughs> attack you know have you and now i know i listened to one that you haven't gone to the um Second story comedy no. show. But like Tom, our Tom Lenhart, our para, mm-hmm. he's up there like killing it. Uh, have you talked to him much no, about I it? No, I haven't really. You should, you should interview him yeah. on this. 
There's to talk about that. Just deeply afraid of it, probably. For sure, you know? it'd be terrifying. Yeah, I mean, I do. Like, it... Think about the material that you have, like as a he, and he uses school in a really respectful. I mean, he's never so talking the... about kids, or uh, but you right, know, yeah. like it just presents itself with such great comedic material. Yeah, which is why it's so fun too. Yeah, but... like I bet you can go home every day and tell a hilarious story about some. Dopey story. No, there's plenty in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's part of me that is, eventually that'll happen, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But a part of me is also just terrified of that, even though I do it every day in a classroom. That's what, yeah. Yep. Um, And that's maybe where I've I've become comfortable with just having that. Or comfortable with the, uh, like, that one didn't work. Yeah. Like, who cares? You guys don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> so that, I'm I, funny. I didn't, yeah, this wasn't the option at the start, but I molded it into the option. You have to go to that show sometime, for sure. I know that, you, like, these days it's getting a sitter. and But it is, it's really good. And, you know, Callahan is funny, and they always have good headliners. Right. And maybe but part of me also, like, I don't... I used as a kid, as like an ambitious like twenty something year old, like I really was like I'm gonna make a name for myself in yeah. comedy. Yeah. But at this point, it's like I'm making people laugh quite a bit, mm-hmm. like every day, consistently, and I get to go home and play with my son, and like he makes me laugh. And yep. Like, life is good. Like, yep. I, you know, if I go and do that, it's just more time taking away from. Like, like, you're actually super happy. and With my kid. It's yeah. all a mix of, well, look at now you're, now you're podcasting, you're... Right. You're doing stand-up in front of your class every day. Yeah. If you want, when yeah. you're in the mood. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It is fun. Is that, so what, what got you into it originally to be a teacher? Um, you know, I was at first more content driven. I was an English just major as an under, yeah. Grammar? You like the grammar? Well, it was, yes. Doesn't everyone love the grammar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, I, um, gosh, when I think about, about how we're trying to help kids with their future planning in high school, like that, I didn't do any of that. It right. was, I followed my sister to Gustavus because I visited her there a few times and had fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. Yeah, yeah. So then I so I chose the college and then you know, then you look through the possible ma- well I like I love reading. Okay, I'll, <laughs> I think I'll give it I'll give an English degree a shot. Um Yeah, it's it's such a different so different approach. Like I didn't put much thought into college at all. Yeah. I just was like, well, some people went to Mankato from my high school. It's two hours away from my house. I'll just go there. I applied yeah. to that. I applied there and I applied to the University of Minnesota like weeks after the actual deadline. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like and the hand, like for me anyway, in the eighties, it was, you know, like a handwritten fill out this form. Right thing that it's so different. It's it's crazy different now. It's probably yeah. a little more similar to what it is now for you, but I mean, just the idea of thinking about it more oh, is yeah. way more ingrained yeah. into the 
yeah. teenage culture now. For like, sure. Where are you going to school? Like, I just, I don't know. I, I think my parents just wanted me to care more about that. <laughs> and I don't, I just didn't. I think I just wanted to have fun with my friends. Um, For sure. My poor parents. So then, so I graduated with an English major. And then I, and it was the, um, it was 1990 when suddenly, like, there were no jobs. <laughs> so off I went, and I worked at Dayton's Southdale, like, with my best friend, and we had an apartment in Uptown. Oh, wow. And it was, I was actually making, I, I could be totally wrong, but I think I made 18 bucks an hour at Dayton's. in 1990 at Dayton's. That's a lot. I, it's a, it was a lot. I was, you know, like, paying my own rent. I was... I was self-sufficient and like a total dope. I mean, Dayton's, like, Dayton's was probably still pretty huge back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and just, you know, like, and it was like punch in, punch out. <laughs> <laughs> I was 22, living in Uptown, having a great time. That sounds like fun. It was super fun. And it was, that, I mean, that was almost more of my gap year. Right. For sure. Gap mm, two and a half years, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went, and then, like, okay, I, at some point you do have to get serious about life and went back to Minnesota State, Mankato, to get my um, my teaching license. I did that MAT program. The, is that what Barrow is in now? She, Master of Arts in Teaching. Name. It's GTL. It doesn't, right. It's not like the actual... The master's just like one extra class right, on top right. of it. Yeah, so that's what I did. And then St. Peter was my first my first teaching job fresh out of MSU at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, I student taught in Lesseur with, you remember Jeff Miller? Yeah. Science I, teacher? Science teacher. Why, so, okay. So I was, I, I'm very good friends with his daughter. We were friends in college. And I knew I knew Jeff and his wife Nancy well because they traveled in England with us our junior year for a while, and um, so he got me my interview here. And the story, as the story goes, they were sorting through um, applicants, and and someone who shall be unnamed said, <laughs> "Engeldinger, like anyone with a name like Engeldinger." will get eaten alive in education <laughs> <laughs> or with kids. And he happened to be walking through and, like, yelled at him. And, like, if you don't. So I, so I guess <laughs> he's kind things, of to blame, yeah. too. But it well, is funny. Things just, it's strange. Yep. The, the course of events. I was just talking with Rothenberger about that in here. How, like, one little just but like the butterfly effect of yeah yeah that perfect timing and this person walking by like it's such a mess of More coincidences stuff happens like that i think than we would ever i saw one it was like a family picture of someone at disneyland as a baby and there was like a teenage boy like in the background and then you know fast forward 40 years and those the baby and the teenage unrelated teenage boy are like married and have children and it's like what that's crazy (laughs) like yeah at at a place where it's so you know people from all over the world are visiting and right you know right it's not like just two neighbors at valley fair you know it's like 
this crazy coincidence. Yeah, that's that crazy. Leads to that. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, that's how a lot of us get to where we're at, you know, it's just these chance happenings. I know. I know. You like to think like, well, it's based on my skill and charm and <laughs> no, actually, it's just based on chance. Right. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, a lot, I don't know what the percentage is, but there's got to be, I mean, I don't know if it's double digits or not, but there's some chance involved. Yeah. Yeah, in for these, sure. All these events and happenings. I love those stories. Um, and you, so you mentioned that you taught high school and then you went back to teach middle school <laughs> and you like, that's kind of a rude awakening. And, and I, so I started as a middle school teacher. Yeah, and got I remember you in that eighth school. grade classroom. That's... Yeah. Um, and like after thinking about it and living through that experience, like I would say it's almost necessary or uh, it should be, I don't know if it should be required or not, but you should. Due diligence like, or something, but it does make you a better teacher. It's, it's like, it's, it's like, uh, I mean, I don't want to compare them to, to like, any kind of animals in the animal kingdom for fear of like some sort of backlash but like it's throwing you into like boot camp almost or like navy seal training i couldn't believe it i had a kid i am not kidding he was losing baby teeth in my english classroom (laughs) like there's you know you'll have some you'll have a a lovely you know like super mature 13 year old girl who like could be a junior you know as far as and then you've got like this dope losing his baby teeth like and and spitting him at somebody seriously and spitting (laughs) him like like (laughs) i'll never forget it like pouring blood all over his desk and like i just lost a tooth can i it happened twice like same kid with like and that story probably happened today somewhere in a middle school classroom across the country probably did like (laughs) like the and and you're supposed to teach them all right but that that experience <laughs> it totally turns you into like one lean mean teaching oh, machine yes it does you know it tightens up all your your you know your the holes you have in your lesson or your philosophy in general when it comes to teaching yeah and and that might be the way to tell the are separate what's the wheat from the chaff is that yeah, a thing yeah like because if you can survive if you can, not survive <laughs> but like if you can thrive in yeah, this yeah. environment like yep. you for sure can handle you can high school, ha- right you know like that's right. high school is not as intense as a middle school classroom take that middle but it go, takes some mad teaching skills for right sure and it sharpens it just sharpens the blade of mm-hmm. the teaching blade mm-hmm. you know and i think that would be beneficial to like, I always thought it would be beneficial to have all teachers be paras originally. Like, if you had, a, if yeah. I had, a, if I had like, an ideal oh, teacher that. program, be like, you want to be a teacher? Okay. You want to be a teacher? Spend a year like, as you, a you get para. To, here's the program. Like, be a para at this school for a long time. Then you maybe make your way into, like, a co-teaching role or, like, a helper or a TA or a, yeah. like a, that kind of situation for, like, maybe a, another year um, and then maybe it's more of like a tag team action between it's, it's two teachers like in a, a middle an school apprenticeship classroom. Yeah. more than yes. actual, yeah. Well, think about our paras and I would love to be a para. I would, I think I would love that job now. I mean, they, you can come at the beginning of the day, hopefully leave at the end without too much evening stress. 
And they get to, like, they get in everybody's classrooms. Yep. And everybody's business. And so they actually do know, like, they know they know what's going on with who's doing a great job, which... Yeah, they, yeah, they, they, have, they see it all. They they formulate opinions on what's working and what's not because they're just sitting back and watching. And I think if that was how we brought teachers into mm-hmm. the system, like it would allow them to see like what modifications work best mm-hmm. for the special needs students they're helping and then also just give them a, a wide variety of teaching styles and ph- teaching philosophies mm-hmm. and behavior management styles and what works and what works for them. Um, but, of course, that yeah, probably won't happen because right. it's too right. good of It an would idea. take too long right. and be too expensive, and it is, yep, it's far too good of an idea. <laughs> so never mind. Because <laughs> no, like my wife went, so she yeah. is, I mean, she's getting her license this spring. Um, she started out as a para. Yeah. And, like, what a great experience that was to kind of, like, get a introduction into a school environment, mm-hmm. like a, a you know a U.S. school environment, and really figure out if this is what you want to do. Yeah. The first time you really get not spend any amount of time in a teacher ed program is when you're when you're student teaching. I mean, I know you're observing you're like, and you're getting yeah. experience, but they're kind of brief. You're not spending they? any large amounts of time with a certain student or a group of students. Right. Like as a para, you're gonna be with one student or maybe a couple students and that's your they are your responsibility and if if you don't if you find out you don't like kids at that point you probably shouldn't be a right, teacher right right they probably also understand the whole system better than a lot of us right uh, yeah. yeah um so, well when we are able to rewrite the <laughs> right, teacher ed yeah. system I'd like to think that's possible yeah I don't know I've, I have not, but like there's no evidence to show me that it's ever been rewritten before like maybe it has I'm just too young I suppose to it know slowly that. morphs right. a little bit they, it's just over like time like everything bit, yeah yeah there's never been like a overhaul well you know when they talk about reform of things like in election season yeah education rarely gets looked at whenever they do it's this large federal piece of legislation right. that's so... Well, think about how slowly anything in education, it's gone faster lately, but as a as a system, it's changed very, very little. And right. so the teacher ed program is still preparing the same teachers way. for quite a traditional... Yeah, but that I think if there was some sort of larger goal mm-hmm. of mine mm-hmm. outside of the world of teaching like that would be it would be to like overhaul that so we could do those things Mm -hmm. we talked about with um you know culinary arts or engineering or just different paths that tracks that maybe you are more you gravitate more towards yeah and that wouldn't force it wouldn't like the requirements wouldn't box you in and stop you from exploring and finding out and cultivating those interests I, i would also change like the bumpers of the of the day and of the year, right. yeah, like the time of, um, you know, n- night school possibilities, especially for high school. I mean, I know it sounds more like collegey, but right. so the op- like opportunities for 
for summer school, for year-long school, for, you know, a little bit more choice. Yeah, things need to be, like, I feel like a little more fluid. loosened up yep, a little yep, bit. Yep, yep, um, Just to see what happens, you yeah. know? Like, maybe it does, maybe, I mean, not everything, obviously, is going to work as a, as a brand new idea, but... We should have at least, we should at least have the ability to to check that option out. So like if that is that's yeah. going to work or not. Yeah. Because I don't think those options have been tried on a larger scale. Right. You know I mean? um, to wrap things up, then what? <laughs> no, I've, so yeah, I've got time. I've got time. As just as a human being, what are what are some places that you look to stay like motivated or inspired, um, like to keep yourself on a forward moving positive changing path right as far as as just like, my career is concerned I mean, just in general I, like what keeps you up yeah. right right um for work what like i i technology like good or evil as far as like keeping keeping in the loop on what's current has been awesome i, I mean like i listen to podcasts you can you know, search search Twitter for anything you need. Um, I also have the opportunity, um, being an admin, to go to a, a ton of really great conferences. Um, so, you know, even if you hit a conference that might be like or a session that's sort of a dud, you're still able to talk to your peers. Which there's not a lot, you know, like your world kind of gets a little smaller. Your circle gets smaller. You know, there are four, five principals in the district and right. how many teachers. Teachers, yeah. And so your circle gets small. So if you, if you get out, getting out helps a ton. Um, the, yeah, getting the opportunity to do conferences, that kind of stuff. As a, like, personally, travel is it like suddenly, not suddenly, I've always loved it, but I find that super inspiring and motivating. Just like energy, it kind of just it energizes does. you, it right? It does, yeah, yeah. Just to be in a... If sh- not just to plan and look forward to your next one, but it really does. And I wonder, just because you're surrounded by all these new yeah, sights yeah. and smells and people and... Yeah. Especially like international travel, which doesn't yeah. necessarily happen as much as... I'd like to, but I'm, um, I'm, I got to go along on the on the not just go along. I, sh- I chaperoned as a parent the choir trip to New York, and just that like that's and I was like, not expecting for that. That was crazy fun, and like looking at it through through the kids sounds cheesy, but like there were kids who had never flown before, and they're plopped in the middle of Times Square. Well, they say that's, it was insane. That's it's why you, so fun. That's why you enjoy those things. Like yeah. when you have like a kid yeah. and they are seeing something for the first time, like you find joy. Like you relive the moment You really them. do find Like it really does bring joy to watch somebody else like right? their like veil lifted or something and experience something new. And I was totally thinking like oh my gosh like this is what it kind of what i do every day and now i'm i'm paying to go along <laughs> and like spend my vacation time with these guys yeah they were so fun um there was zero whining that i heard anyway they were 
it was and hilarious. I, for them Kids are too, hilarious. It's probably super energizing for them as well. Yeah. And that's probably one of the, I mean, maybe not, some of the first time, or it's probably one of the first times where they have traveled and realized, you know, how energizing and inspirational yeah. that could yeah. be. Uh, I'm thinking of when I was in high school, I went on the close-up program. Oh, yeah. Never had gone. We've always talked about you doing that. Yeah. Which, yeah. But the, I know. Too much now. But but I, I remember going on that trip, and it was probably one of the best yeah. experiences I ever had. Yeah. Because it was just refreshing and energizing, and there were different people and different sites and, you know, um, just the f- freshness of it. Like, yep. it stirs something inside of you. It does. And the the, the problem is, is that those experiences are in the modern day are currently they're just so expensive they're so expensive they like i know like to afford a trip like that yeah like you like, wish it I just does wish you it could is give it is really for yeah. the it's for those who already have right i know to, to give that experience to everybody would be amazing right it mm-hmm. would just it would I mean, I just think you would have a lot more fans of school if that were yep. a part of, you know, normal curriculum. Yeah. Like, we're going on We're this. going to D.C. Yeah. <laughs> I th- we've, been, we've been very fortunate lately, as financially in the district. You know, like, all of our seniors heading off to the state capitol, even that alone is pretty... Right. And that's, yeah. Pretty that, fun. So there are options yeah. out there. You're yeah. right. There are... A f- they're um, not, it's not like, but it's you not know, like we're going, going to the, yeah. We're not going to Mexico City or right. like India to right. check out that, those different right. cultures. and But like, that's the stuff that, I mean, you wish you could do, but it's just sometimes it's just unrealistic maybe and improbable that you get to, right. to do right. it. I, so technology has opened all that up. I, to, I, I know it's not like table turning but your um your cell phone pouches what are they called again yonder pouches. your yonder pouches i can't wait to like sort of rehash that end of the year you should do you should make a guest appearance at our blt retreat yeah. to talk through that because we just got a grant for like a, the a cheapo version of them mm-hmm. they're not lockable but they're velcroed and and we will have like a thousand. We'll have thirty of them in every classroom next year. Awesome! So that could be like culture changing, depending on how, as a building, we decide to like how how far we jump in. And I, and I mean, I talked with I talked with Sarah O'Brien when she went to go check out New Alm High School. She noticed that like they just really hammered down on that policy. Yeah, and kids didn't. Yeah, I mean they didn't. I mean Pete teaches there, so he yeah. knows. But yeah, I I don't know. Like that's a I'm I'm shifting my thought on that because as of you know we've slowly we've been pretty wide open for several years now. Not you know you use them in the classroom right. if a teacher thinks it's okay. You have access to them between classes, all that. Um, you know, we're pretty, we're pretty open. Um, and I don't know about that. You know, I used to think, well, this is the place that we are trying to teach them appropriate use. And I don't know if developmentally they're they're ready yet. 
Yeah, I, I just, it's such a weird topic. You know? It is. Like, I just, I don't know if there is a right answer or a right or wrong. Yeah. Did you watch Screenagers? Yeah. 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 That was not just that, but then when you, when you walk through the commons and see just, everybody on the phone and. I just know I will be taking a strict approach with my son. Like, I yeah. don't think. I, I, I was limited, I think, in what it was exposed to me, and I think that probably did me some good. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. So, With Mateo, who knows what it's going to be like. And he'll still view it. He'll get. He'll find yeah. a way. Yeah. He'll, you know, he'll he'll do what I did and just kind of work around that system, whatever For the parents throw sure. up. For you sure. Know? Well, that's their job. Yeah, totally. And that's, and that's going to happen, and yep. I know that's going to happen. Yep. But, yeah, it's uh, maybe maybe the key is travel and just going places all the time to stop him from just from staring at being his, idle right, and doing right, that stuff. So. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I think it's a I think moving forward that's a conversation for our school community. Yeah. And like do we tighten that one up again or well now we've got pouches. Yeah, but and the, yeah. but, the but the future obviously isn't going to be less of this no, stuff. No. No, I know. So, like so how, are we It's it's a it's quite the internal debate I have with myself. I do too. A lot. Like, do yep. I, if we lock it up, like, it, it's How not fixing the problem. Mm-mm. You know, it's just kind of a temporary solution. I mean, uh, you know. Academically, obviously, right. I think you've, right, you've seen, and Peggy has reported, you've seen major changes mm-hmm. in yeah in student success. So that alone should be at least classroom level enough, but... That's not the only thing, you know, look at our grad portrait. We're also not just about how they're performing on a test. Right. No, it's a, yeah, there's it's lots of, one. lots of little de- mini debates. Yeah. In the world of education. Yeah, there are. Thanks for coming yeah, in. That, thank you. I love fast. listening to your podcast. It's Thanks. awesome. I appreciate it's it. It's great. I, I never think that they're good. So. I'll give it another shout out. 